Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of From Corner to Corner's Weekly Wrestling Wrap-Up. Say that five times fast. Yes, that's a mouthful for sure. That's what she said. <laughs> I set myself up for that one. <laughs> so, another exciting week of wrestling behind us at this point. Right on. But let's talk, what about that theme music? I mean, I felt like Mike Enos and Wayne Bloom were walking in the room just now. <laughs> Bo and Blake Beverly. I wanted uh, I wanted something old school. I'm an old school guy. For our wrestling show. Because, you know, with the fact that we have collaborated with the Southern Indiana Regional Wrestling Association. Man, how about that interview last week? I mean, what about the attack at the end of the show? My goodness. Who who was that masked man? I don't know. We're I'm gonna have an interview tonight with Tony again and see if he knows who it was. All man. I know is is when we went off the air, Tony was laying on the floor obviously in a, hurt. In a crumpled heap in the corner, man. Yeah. yeah. I don't know who it was. I've never seen that guy before. That's no way to do the world champion. No, no, for sure. So we're anxious to find that out. So, for sure. So, did you watch Raw last night? Well, I have to be honest. I did break my streak. My streak ended at two weeks of watching Monday Night Raw. (laughs) But, as I have been in the habit of doing uh, this morning while I was, you know, doing my morningly duties, (laughs) no pun intended, I caught up on Raw, read the reviews, watched the highlights, and it looked to be an action-packed show. Uh, There was three fantastic matches on the show last night. You had Bobby versus AJ for the U.S. title, and there were several points in that match that you thought AJ was going to win. Right. I was actually kind of shocked that Bobby kept the the belt, to be honest with you, which is why it's great. But if you look... Bobby, this version of Bobby Lashley is the same version of the dominant Brock Lesnar we got. He's this big guy, has a strong move set, and he's wrestled back-to-back weeks two smaller opponents, and it makes him look super strong, but it makes his opponents look super talented whenever they get their offense in, and right. he sells the false finishes really well. Right. I've told you multiple weeks in a row now, this is the best version of Bobby Lashley that the WWE has ever seen. Right, right. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, and we got the uh, – we got KO and Drew McIntyre in a great match, but I'll be honest with you, I think their promos before the match was better. That was the old KO. Right. I mean, the prize fighter is back. Yeah. And we got Adam here with us tonight, too, by the way. I was he, wondering if you kept looking I'm at sorry. him. I was like, are we going to acknowledge that yeah. he's with us? I'm not even here. He should be like, wrestling, acknowledge me. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, one of the things that I told you earlier today when we were talking was, one of the, the 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 cool part of that I took out of that whole promo was that Drew McIntyre, in his about face on KO, he's like, "I don't care if you're a prize fighter, I don't care if you're an entertainer. We're both wrestlers, and we're in a wrestling ring. So let's do what we do and let's wrestle." Well, because that 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 W word that you just said three times was a no no three weeks ago. You didn't say that word 
on Monday Night Raw or Friday Night SmackDown. Right. And you said you saw a meme this morning that had that on there that showed Vince McMahon on a stretcher. Right. Vince was being stretchered out, and it said Vince, after hearing Drew McIntyre, used the word wrestling three times in a, pod, in, in a promo. Right. Right. And, and they turned out a really good match. Well, like I told you, one of the things Triple H was doing is he's giving wrestlers more freedom on promos. So you have guys like Kevin Owens. He doesn't need somebody in his ear or somebody scripting a promo for him. Right. Let him go out and talk. Drew McIntyre, pretty good too. Tell Drew, feed off Kevin Owens. Right. And just, like, they're two of the best wrestlers on the planet. Let them do what they do. Right. And, Adam, you almost instantaneously called it. You're go- you said – this is not going to end with a pinfall. You're not letting either one of these guys go over, and then you got the interruption. The way I was thinking in my head, like Clash of the Castles coming up, you're not going to let Drew McIntyre lose before he faces Roman Reigns. You're not going to let Kevin Owens lose because he's hot right now. Yeah. So that, that was the only way I thought it could have ended. Right. Thank you. And you made the point today, Neil, that Kevin Owens, through the last five years – Whatever has been put on his plate, he has gotten over Mm -hmm. because that's how good he is. He is phenomenal. I remember that when he first came, I heard people say, well, he's just really big. Like, he's sloppy. He's not – and I'm like, are you watching the exact same Kevin Owens that I'm watching? Because the dude that I'm watching is fantastic. Right. Uh, And I told you today that in the next year – Kevin Owens will be world champion again. Yeah. The first part of that is you have to find a way first to split the belts again, which I think is coming at, after Clash at the Castle at the at the draft. And second, you have to get those belts off Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is holding the world titles hostage right now. Right. Right. And then the last match last night was Dolph Ziggler and Theory in the main event on a Monday Night Raw, and they look like they both belong there. Well, what does that say about Triple H that you had AJ Styles and Bobby Lashley, who we didn't touch on this. Bobby Lashley makes that belt feel important. Yeah. The way they've booked it the last three weeks, it feels important. Yeah. It it probably hasn't felt that important since John Cena held the, held the U.S. title. Right. Which is why I was like Sean, and I thought AJ Styles was going to win last night. Yeah. But see, that's the great part about it. This type of writing that they have going on, I mean, for the first time in forever, the WWE is not predictable. It's not. You really don't know what's well, going to transpire last every week, night. You assumed that Ciampa was going to beat Bobby Lashley because it made, you know, I think Ciampa still is the person that beats Bobby Lashley. I think he's the one that takes the belt off of him. It's just not time yet. Well, I've. You're going to see him and Miz at each other at some point through this process. They're probably going to turn Chompa face against the Miz at some point because you can just kind of see that coming, right? right? And the other thing is is you have – you led the 9 o'clock hour with the U.S. title belt. You led the 10 o'clock hour with the KO and Drew, and then you wrapped it up with the other match there. And there was other fill-in matches. The women's tag match wasn't too bad. Um, there's only so much you can do with Dewdrop and, and Nikki ASH. 
their talent is okay. I just don't think either one of them are great tag team wrestlers. I think they're better individually. This is probably if she would drop the goofy mask, Nikki Cross. This might be one of the best versions of her that's been around in a while. She yeah. has a lot of energy. Um, I don't mind them as a tag team, but I'm not a huge fan of tag team wrestling on the women's side. I, there's just not enough women. That's been my argument all along. There just right. isn't enough women to force these tag teams together. EO and Dakota Kai are the only ones that feel like a real tag team in the whole thing. Right. You know, you've got the two girls coming up off of NXT on Friday Smack, or Friday, or Friday Night SmackDown and where the heck did they come from? They're not teamed on NXT. They just took two two of the hotter girls off of NXT and put them into this tournament. Right. I don't know if that means that they're going to win or or not, but it, it does feel like that we're headed towards whoever wins this tournament. You're going to get the Sasha and uh, Naomi Naomi return. I think there. I think. Uh, well, I mean, Zoe Starks wrestles tonight. We're recording on Tuesday. Wrestles tonight against Mandy Rose for the NXT Women's Title. Right. She's not going to win the tag team title. She's not beating Mandy Rose tonight. Right. But she's not going to because she's heavily involved in that in in the main event uh, women's title picture on NXT. So yeah. she's not going to bump out of that. Um, I agree. I think it probably ends up being. Um, EO and uh, Dakota that that win the tag titles. Uh, and then Sasha and Naomi come back, which will be interesting because you have the Bailey-Sasha storyline. Right. And they're kind of like Ciampa and Gargano. They're magic anytime they're in <laughs> they're, the ring. They're built-in story. Right. So that's that that's going to be an interesting twist. But and, – and we're talking a lot about Raw. SmackDown's been just as good, but SmackDown's been good for a long time. Yeah. At the end of the day, Raw is the flagship show of, of WWE. And Raw is what has really suffered over the last, you know, ever since they went to Fox with SmackDown, it's drawn close to 2 million viewers every week because it's on basic national television. TV. Yeah, yeah, basic television. Yep. But Raw's been struggling. So I mean, for, for Raw to do three straight weeks of 2 million plus. Which I, we haven't seen the numbers from last night, but one point nine eight. So it was, it was right just, there at it. Yeah. It was right there it was at right it. Right there. Yeah. So now those numbers will go down as we get closer to football season when Monday night football kicks in. But maybe, but it's going to take a heck of a Monday night game. Well, Monday night football, Sunday night football has kind of took the place right. of the prime yeah. time game. Of Which the week. I think is why we've seen a lot of pay per views move to Saturday. Yeah. To get away from Sunday, Sunday's NFL. But one thing you and I talked about earlier is. What about these Easter eggs Triple H is dropping on Monday Night Raw? I mean, it's fantastic. Did, did you see the hand? I, I saw the TikTok, yeah. Yeah. So I think it I think it was Dexter Loomis. Uh, Everybody the, on the internet thinks that it was uh, Bray Wyatt. I think it's Dexter Loomis. I yeah. think I, I think if you go Who back knows, to the, it could be somebody else. It one hundred percent could be. But two weeks ago we had the car crash that was happening in the background of the uh, promos. Mm-hmm. I told Sean and we talked about it on the show, Triple H it's too big a production. They're not gonna let something in the background if it's not supposed to be there. Right. If they don't want you to see it. Same thing with the trash can yeah, fire. Last night the trash can was on fire in the same, background. Same thing with the hand that pops it like 
he wants you to see these things. So everything that's going on in the background right now, whenever there's an interview or anything in the background right now, the best thing you need to do is like slow down and watch it because there's going to be something there. And I think that's kind of Triple H's point is I need you to pay attention. Are right. you are you paying attention? Right. Because if you've watched these A, uh, A, A&E legend uh, things that come on Sunday nights, you'll know Triple H isn't an idiot. He understands the business. He knows how things work. All these Easter eggs that he's dropped in these promos and in the backstage all mean something. They're all leading, uh, pointing fingers to a person, to an event, to something. But they're there for a reason. So it's interesting to me to find out what that reason is. Yeah, no doubt. So as we get ready to roll into the last of this show. One of the things I wanted to talk about was you, you've you said that you think that they're going to pull the uh, the belts apart. I do. And you think they're going to use the draft to do it. So how do you think that's going to pan out as we wrap this episode up? I think it pans out just – I think it's simple. I think universal champion Roman Reigns gets drafted to SmackDown – and I think world champion Roman Reigns gets drafted to Raw, and he refuses to go. I think I think that's his. No, I'm I'm not I'm not working both shows. Yeah, and they make him give the title up. That makes the most sense. USA wants a world title uh, because you don't want Roman. I don't think Roman's losing the title anytime soon. I think he's going to continue being the undisputed champion. I, I, the, I don't think anybody beating him until it's Cody. I Cody. think Cody's the guy. I've, now, if Cody wasn't hurt, we may have already been closer to seeing this. Right. But I think the payoff is going to be next WrestleMania, and I think you're right. Roman's not losing that universal belt until then. Well, and it all depends on where they want Cody Rhodes to go. Um, I'm actually surprised they're doing a draft. I thought we were getting away from the brand split. But yeah. we're obviously not. So we're going to have to do something with those belts. Yeah. Um, you don't want anybody to beat Roman. Ultimately, I guess, I mean, because there was talk that Drew was going to face him for one belt, Cross was going to face him for another. I guess you could theoretically do that. But a pinfall against Roman at this point, even as big and hot as he is, deflates him. So yeah. you can't have Roman take a pinfall. The only other way it works is to use Austin Theory. And I have told I have said this since Triple H took over. I'm not so sure Austin Theory wins the money in the bank briefcase if Triple H is calling the shots. Yeah. Uh you just look at how he's been booked. He's been he was in the main event last night, but that was the first time in two or three weeks that we had seen him on first TV. First time we've seen him since SummerSlam. So I mean if he's your money in the bank guy and he ought to be he ought to be on TV every week. Uh, you know, he's not Otis. All right, that was a that was an anomaly. Um, so maybe they're trying to figure out what to do with him. But even as good as Austin Theory is, and as good as he's going to be, it's not believable for him to cash in. I don't think, uh, especially on a guy like Roman Reigns. Yeah. So the only way that I can see that it makes sense is literally. They draft Roman Reigns on both shows, and it's he's the undisputed champion on, on SmackDown. He's the world champion on Raw, and he just blatantly refuses to go. You think they split the tag belts the same way? No, I think they actually go to one. I, th- I think that's I think that's here to stay. I think they keep one set of tag belts. Yeah, they probably should. There's really not enough tag belt uh, tag champions to do that because there have been occasions when there was two separate 
champions that both of them even weren't on a pay-per-view. Right. So I think I think it gives more prestige to the titles if there's one. Uh, I think it also gives uh, more test, test, test. You're good. Go ahead. So I think that gives more prestige to the tag belts if there's just one. Uh, you get kind of kooky when there's multiple tag team titles because you have uh, teams that are just thrown together. Like Sheamus and and uh, Cesaro, when they were thrown together, everybody hated that. It ended up working out, but more oftentimes than not, it doesn't work. Right. Now, I am hopeful, and, and, and Wes has talked about this, I am hopeful that we get a Drew McIntyre, Madcap Moss tag team. I think that could be really good, and that could be the tag team that takes the belt off the Usos. I don't think that's going to happen because he didn't come out last night and help him after the Usos beat him up last night. Well, that's true. So I, I think they nixed that real quick. So. I really like Madcap Moss. I hope I hope they have a plan for him. Yeah. yeah. So. But uh, before we went on, and I want to I want to cl- close with this. I was reading an article. It looks like we might get uh, Dijakovic back, and he'll be Dijakovic. He's not going to be T Bar or S Bar. Bar S or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So it looks like we're going to get him back. And there was a report out that the WWE had contacted a AEW wrestler under contract. I saw that. That is 100% bogus. It, it's, it, just, it, it just is. It, they want you to believe that it is MJF. Or, well, all the speculations was it's probably, you know, it's Keith Lee, it's Adam Cole, it's MJF. Like, they're not going to do that. Right. They're going to go on and Triple H is going to continue to show his product and he's going to make MJF call me. Oh, if you're interested, then call me. Well, MJF hasn't been seen ever since he did his pipe bomb where he said, just effing fire me. A lot of people speculate that he might have actually got fired. Well, there is a lot of talk out there that Mr. Tony Baloney himself has like gone off the deep end recently. Yeah, like he's going nuts. And that it's rubbing a lot of the talent the wrong way. I, yeah. I tell you, the the embrace that he had with Cesaro is one of the creepiest things I've ever seen. <laughs> right. And they said, like, he's that way backstage. I don't know. Dude's a weird dude. Yeah. All right? So, but I digress. When we started this show, we said we weren't going to talk about something that we didn't watch. Right. So I'm not going to talk anymore about it, and that will be the last time that that man is mentioned on this show from my lips. There you go. Well, awesome. Well, I really like this, the the, the little 15, 20-minute wrap-up thing on the wrestling. It gets it out of our system, so to speak, so we can concentrate on the main show. Right. Um, And if you're listening to this, make sure you check in on Saturday's show. We are going to be previewing the NFL season. And if you are listening to this, follow us on the TikTok because that's where you're going to catch a lot of Southern Indiana regional wrestling. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I I can't afford to have him on this show every week. He's too expensive. I mean, but he's the seven-time world champion. He is. He is. So I can't wait to hear – I mean, because you know Tony the Muscle has an idea who it was. Yeah. So – I can't wait to hear who he thinks it was and see maybe do we get a rebuttal? I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Anyways, we'll catch you next week, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Stay safe, friends.
The MoCo Four Horsemen would like to thank you for listening to From Corner to Corner. Be sure to go out and follow us on Twitter, on TikTok, on Facebook, Instagram, and even YouTube. Whatever podcast platform that you listen to us on, be sure to go out and give us a five-star review. Thanks as always, and we look forward to seeing you next week.